Hey everybody, welcome back to the 10th floor. It's me, Matt. Hi everybody, it's Kat. And you're here, well get out of there. Get out of that waiting room. Climb on onto the elevator. We're gonna go all the way up to the 10th floor today. Talking all about the couples. General Hospital. And how most of them are headed to disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say hi, it's me, Matt? Did I say that? No, you didn't. Hey, it's me, Matt. Hi, it's me, Kat. Come on, like I said, get out of there. Put, put down your brand muffins. Those donuts <laughs> were there yesterday. All right, the biscuits that Jeannie made are already super cold. <laughs> so don't eat those. They're old. But then, you know, microwave maybe. I don't know. I'm sure you can figure something out. But, uh, all right, eat Jeannie's biscuits. Go ahead. I'm sure they're delicious. I think she makes them with saffron. Is that good? Is that like a bad? I don't know, saffron rice no. apparently is really good. Oh yeah, it it's is. It's definitely not the food that they're serving at General Hospital. No. <laughs> uh, but it's not just us, Ma. As always, we are not alone here in the elevator as we ascend to the 10th floor. Kelly is here. Kelly. Kelly's always here. Kim is reliable. Kelly Public over joining us here on the 10th floor. Kaiwan, of course. Hello, Kaiwan. Sandra, Cheryl, Cheryl, the moderator, Cheryl is here, keeping everybody in line. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Chandra's out there uh, doing more basketball. She commented in the last video saying that she is not a basketball referee, <laughs> nor does she do scoring. I think she does a little like ticket taking or a little like something, a little something at the door, contributing <laughs> that way. <laughs> just to put uh, you know any curiosity to bed uh so the dad pops up again saying hey chandra he's gonna miss her again unless she pops up later anyway uh who else is here rochelle is here liz hello liz uh sandra sandra's here and melissa hello melissa ever reliable melissa as well mm -hmm. show for the one line is with melissa share uh carolyn is here <laughs> cherry ice cream is here what a long list it's a big list. Hey, everybody. Hi. And if Glad you're watching you guys and haven't said in. hello, say hello now. If you're just watching and you're not logged into YouTube, log in and say hey. Yeah, do it. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Cheryl's saying, though, that she's, she takes the stairs. She's not on the elevator with us. She takes the stairs because she doesn't trust Selena Wu. But Cheryl, Selena Wu. Selena Wu could push you down them stairs. She could. It might actually be more dangerous to take the stairs because of Selena. What'd you do though, Cheryl? What'd you what'd you do to, to cross Ms. Wu? What 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 do you owe her money? We know that was a problem for, for Gladys. Mm-hmm. Have you been doing some poker? Mm-hmm. Savoy? And if so, mm. could you meet that creepy doctor? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. Well, in between the last show and this one, Days for mm -hmm. Donuts and 10th Floor Podcast, where we talk about General Hospital, Kelly mm -hmm. had some chocolate ice cream. It's a great way to start the day, or at least afternoon. Well, so, it's later in the day. It's an, after, it's an afternoon snack for Miss Kelly. It's afternoon, yes. Oh, it's like yes. post-op stuff here at GH, you know? It's like, oh, man, I just had throat surgery. What do I do? Chocolate ice cream. Right, I remember when 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 the, the wisdom teeth came out. We got mm -hmm. we got we got a little scooper, little scooper chocolate or whatever milkshake shortly thereafter. Uh, it might not have been immediate because I remember being very out of it, 
Yeah. Like so out of it. Teenagers that just have their wisdom teeth pulled, the ride home is so comical every time. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, you know, I, 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 that's, that's like the only time that I can recall being under anesthesia. So I don't know. I don't know how I would react to it in my adult life. But uh, <laughs> as a kid, for sure, for sure. I remember, <laughs> I remember them putting the mask on me. I remember counting down from 100, being out by 98. Mm-hmm. So quick. Then I'm up in the waiting room and you're like, Matt, it's time to go. And I'm just like, okay. And I get up and we leave. Now, I remember you saying from your point of view, though, that you had to do that like two or three times. Yeah. Before I actually got up. <laughs> yeah. And, you're, and everybody's always so disoriented. You're just like, you're waiting to go in still. You don't <laughs> even realize that it's actually over. <laughs> <clears throat> oh gosh so you know i don't know who's gonna have to experience i guess somebody somebody in sunny's crew will have to experience that next because there's no way that they're getting out of this without somebody getting shot you would think that somebody's gonna get somebody's shot. gonna get shot you can't, you can't you can't set up this whole bait thing you know we're gonna be fishing at there selena you and me you know somebody's gonna get hurt no, i don't care Honestly, it doesn't matter to me if Sonny and Ava wind up together. Like mm -hmm. I said last week, it was just going to be a rendezvous if they do. Yeah. But I just like them being gangsters together. <laughs> At least partners in crime, if not partners in bed. Uh, partners, I love it, actually. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, so so things have sort of escalated on the on the Ava side of things as well when it comes to her involvement. Because before she was yeah. just like, oh, I'm hanging out at Sonny's house, you know, and, you know, part of me would like, it'd be cool if I didn't have to live here. But then Sonny's also like, I have to be here for my protection. And he's kind of being serious about that. Uh, and he's looking kind of dreamy once in a while. Every once in a while, I can just see the sensitive soul that exists inside Sonny Corinthos, the one that I ignored for so long that now I can see because of how much he's changed. Well, I tell you what, Moral West. If that happens to be your coat, can I have it? <laughs> Just send it over to me. I get a lot. I'm assuming she's not going to hawk it on the internet. If it happens to be yours, Maura, may I have it? Please? Just send it. Just send Pretty it over. Cool. Just send it over. Cool. I did a fun tweet. I did a fun tweet. Check it out, people. Check it out. Uh, my, uh, James Patrick Stewart replied to somebody's uh, somebody's question out there of who who they think the sexiest actress is, mm -hmm. and he replied with Mara West. Mm -hmm. So I retweeted that, and I gave it a fun little fake headline. <laughs> about uh, James Patrick Stewart being a uh, scientific marvel for not only being able to breathe, but also being able to admire Mara West at the same time. It was a lot of fun to write, so go check it out. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> go check it out. Go check it out. Go check it out. Uh, the way I wrote it on, on, on Twix, as the kids say, um, is a lot better than what I said. So just go, go give us a follow is what I'm saying at 10th floor GH. Uh, <laughs> uh, Melissa says that my dentist gave me uh, her wisdom teeth back after they were removed because she because uh, she wanted to make sure that they actually did it. They were like her receipt. No trust in the heart of Melissa. No, I think I don't think you need to have teeth for the proof that that happened. <laughs> I think that you you might be able to know. Um, and 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 you know if you think that they just cut into your gums, it didn't take nothing out. Like, you didn't ever have wisdom teeth. Like, it was some sort of scam, you know? Ooh. Well, and if you're lucky, like, I was only born with two. Me too. I don't had didn't have any on the top. No, I only had them on the right side. I only had them on the bottom. See? 
Look at us. Look and at us being mutants. Yeah, I only had them on the bottom. I believe your sister only had them on the bottom. And your brother, of course, had all four. Of course he did. He, he's, 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 he's an overachiever is what he is. <laughs> you know, there's nothing that he does, just bare minimum. <clears throat> not even not even the number of wisdom teeth that have to be removed <laughs> from his head. <laughs> what a strange thing to be a human, you know? <clears throat> and that's like such a... I mean, I, it's, it must be like... I don't know. I don't want to sound ignorant like I don't know anything about the world, but I am ignorant. I don't know anything about the world. But... um. You don't you know, have to know everything about the world. It just it just no feels matter. like a like it's like like wisdom teeth removal seems like a like such a first and second world country thing. You know that there there has to just be a, a just a splash of people out there that just have them. Well, sure they do. <laughs> just so I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure in some areas like in in some parts parts or some a time. Um, <clears throat> People get abscess because I couldn't break through and they freaking die from it. Oh, God. Bitch. My goodness. Like, just just how, how easy it was to expire before modern-day medicine, right? Oh, yes. goodness. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, just, But, you know, Americans also, like, really prioritize the way the teeth look more so than other places out there. Like, it's it's oh, yeah. so high on priority list yeah. if you live in the United States as having straight teeth. When, when I... I when I went to um, Scotland for a month, no, I was in Scotland for two weeks. Mm -hmm. When I went to Scotland for two weeks, man, I saw a lot of jacked up teeth, like like crooked teeth. Mm -hmm. Because there is no insurance for that over there. I mean, there's, I mean, there's not like there's a bunch of orthodontics insurance in the United States too. So you know, this but is it's much more prevalent now than it ever was before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I had the braces. I had the braces for a long time. It. And now. But, yeah, you have beautiful teeth, man. They don't they line up start. though. They don't line up, ma. They don't Wonderful line up. Wonderful work on the top. My my bottom teeth resisted a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I got I got a little crook here. And then, mm -hmm. like, if you really look, and I'm just, I'm not going to do this because I'm not going to just stick my mouth on the camera. But uh, if you really look, the, like, the line between my bottom teeth, the front two bottom teeth, and the top mm -hmm. two bottom teeth don't. Well, if you had ever continued to use your retainer, that probably wouldn't have happened. I only had the top one. I don't remember using the bottom one. Whatever. <laughs> oh, Matt's brother was the wisest of them all. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. Uh, <laughs> I only had the two bottom teeth, says Cheryl. Um, and then uh, Kaiwan had some oral surgery during the pandemic. It's an interesting time to have it. I'm surprised that anybody was even willing to do it in the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> hey, Melinda. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't know if it was the beginning because that pandemic, you know, the pandemic lasted a long time. And, sure did. You know, some we probably technically still under one. We just don't talk about it anymore. Yeah, some people would still say there is one. You know, I mean, I still, I still mask up. I still get comfortable with the, the groups. Hey, Melinda, uh, sure likes the laughing gas. So there you go. There you go. Um, so, you know, all of this was just my big epic lead up to start talking about Danny and Jake. Because they're going to have to have their wisdom teeth pulled at some point. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, work that into the <clears> show? <throat> like, like, okay, we can't break this schedule, but Jake just had the surgery. He's got the chipmunk teeth. He's got the sword. <laughs> Let's just work it in that Jake just had his wisdom teeth pulled and Danny can hide his Tylenol, you know? <laughs> Let's figure it out. Uh, you know, people, people are... I, 
You know what I found interesting about about that to a certain degree? <clears throat> the whole uh, vaping thing? Yeah. The vaping thing is when he said it smelled sweet, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they not in California. You can't buy vape that's sweet in California anymore. It's against the law. You can't <laughs> oh. even buy a menthol cigarette in California. Oh, is it, is it, we're, I mean, it's like one step away from from actually having tobacco banned over here in California. Yeah, there's yeah. there's not. Um, oh yeah, you go. You know what? You go out there into the you know because because weed is legal in California. When you go out there and you go to a store, you won't be able to find weed faster than a cigarette. I think actually. <laughs> A wider variety of it, at least. Yeah, you know. Perhaps. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I've, I've been to a smoke shop within my life, within this mm-hmm. year. Uh, not for a cigarette or anything like that, but every once in a while, you need a little lighter or a matchbook or something. You mm-hmm. know, and it's quick and easy to get something in there. So yeah, I pop in, I go, I look, the smallest section of the 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 the, the, the like the flavored vapes. Because I think what the rule turned out to be was you can't buy any more to sell them, but you can finish your current inventory. And so I think a lot of these shops out there just went nuts and super overloaded. And bought a whole mess of it. bought a whole mess of it and still has it. But that also means that all that stuff is old now. (laughs) You would think so. Oh, they'd be expired, right? So, but yeah, I mean, they're in New York and not California. So, yeah. You know, it's been a year, hasn't it? I really don't know. I, I, I have it not been. January 23. I have not been keeping up with the laws <clears throat> on, on tobacco stuff. I, uh, the, I just... the only real commentary that I have on that is it just sucks that adult that adults can't have things that taste good. You know? Well, because the kids. Because the kids. Because the kids. You know, they're even like, all oh, Tide Pods can't look so delicious anymore. And I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? They don't look delicious to start with. Oh, that was so. But, but it just it just oh. lends into the fact, like, um, like, like you take McDonald's as an example. McDonald's got real boring. It's boring now. It's boring now. Like there used to be, like I remember as a kid, there was a McDonald's with like this fun, like, like old timey display with buttons and like trains that went through and just, just that neat little hard. things. And now, with, now they're trying to be like Starbucks. And uh, the reason for that is because, you know, they got in so much trouble for marketing to kids and making kids fat. So they're like, well, we can't look so kid friendly anymore. And the only way I to don't not... know, I miss I miss Ronald McDonald and the Hamburglar real bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they don't they don't push Happy Meals like they used to on TV. Um, the, the interior isn't, you know, super fancy. They, they they've largely abandoned play areas. And that's because they got in trouble for marketing to kids. And the only way to not market to kids or not get in trouble or accused of marketing to kids is to make it boring. Mm-hmm. It's just wild that, that adults, you know, are like put into this, like, well, you're boring now box. I tell you, I tell you, I largely, I think this, and I think this about today. And I think this about 20 years ago as well. I think a lot of times, like, we're worried about shit that just don't make any damn difference. <laughs> and the stuff that really is, like, important is swept under the rug. Well, you know, that's your generation. You did that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You know what? It doesn't matter what generation you're from. You're going to be blamed for something regardless oh oh yeah you know everything is everybody's Your time for, yeah. for everything to be a big old mess because of you isn't quite here yet matt give it 10 years and you're going to be responsible for how <laughs> pulling up everything in 
well, once once my generation's kids, you know, start to start to enter the workforce, then we're going to be responsible for how terrible they are. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh goodness. Uh, anyway, Cheryl says so, she saw a recent commercial with a Hamburglar. So you know, there's that. He's there for a second. He was surprised. He was. He was. <laughs> um. But Danny. Yes. Danny and Jake brothers fighting. Classic over soap. Over the vape thing. You know, like like coming on like coming to blow like I'm gonna beat yeah. you up, Danny. Well, yeah, because Danny is addicted to nicotine. It's obvious he <laughs> wants the vapor back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready to kick his butt and everything. Finish this, and then, Jake. And, 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 then, and then Snow White came and they couldn't fight anymore. No, and they had to lie. Lie to Snow White. So yeah, and then Dan and then Jake says, oh, "I'm I'm not a snitch, but I'm not going to give it back to you." Either. <laughs> and he put it in his own back pocket. Oh, you know, Liz he... is going to find that. Yeah, Liz I guess is gonna Elizabeth's going to find that. Someone's going to find that. Jake is going to be under a, a bright light. His mom questioning him, right? <laughs> uh, and how disappointed she's going to be. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he's still not going to give his brother up. Oh, my goodness. Oh. He won't give his brother up. He won't. Or he will. And then but Jason's... it was kind of cool because, you know, we don't see those Morgan boys together like that. No, 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 no. Like, we were well, reminded. that was kind of cool. They reminded us that they were brothers in Halloween. You know? Then the whole mm -hmm. situation with Charlotte and the different reactions to it. Like, you know, it's, it's like, like, like we say here on the 10th floor, long-form storytelling. Mm -hmm. You know, what they set up a couple of months ago isn't necessarily going to pop off. Especially when it comes to not even, like, B characters, but, like, C characters. And not in quality, but just in attention. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. So... Time on screen. Yeah, it's going to take some time for those stories about the kids being told, you know. And I, I think that's important for the audience to understand and accept as a reality of a soap opera as well. You know. Is we can't stick all of these people in the studio every single day to have them always together to all be at the same parties or all at the same functions mm -hmm. or all at the things that reasonably these kids mm -hmm. or these friends or these family members would be at. Mm -hmm. But we just can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um i like the two of them there and i yeah. think it was a, i do think they have to put them together like you know yeah. not everybody not everybody's been watching it long enough or or just can just keep up plus the face of well. danny is pretty new and the character of danny has been really like underutilized over he the years in comparison to jake Yes, he has been underutilized, but at least he's not being like tied to the bed like poor old Rocco. <laughs> and we haven't seen him. He gets to go ages. anywhere. He don't ever come downstairs. No, no, we haven't seen him in ages. But yeah. we haven't seen him in ages. But I'm um, like, for instance, I had to like I I stopped the show for a second to mm -hmm. remind your grandmother those boys are brothers. Yeah, those are Jason's boys. Oh, one yes. from Liz, one from Sam. <laughs> but they are brothers. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. But some people need to be reminded yeah, of that yeah, because yeah. maybe no, they haven't been important. watching it long enough to know. Yeah, or absolutely. perhaps they they just don't can't that doesn't stay or straight. Do, yeah, you know, I mean, there's there's all sorts of a different attention levels that people pay, sure. and you even see it here on the tenth floor. The chat pays far more attention to the show that we do a podcast on than we do. <laughs> I know. 
We've got on here and put our money. Yeah. So I, I, I like the whole party scene, though. I liked it. I thought it was. It was a little bit odd that Scout's birthday party was at the quarterbacks. That's, I, I thought it'd be a little bit yeah. odd that they chose it to have it there, but you know, whatever. I that mean, is she, where she's a that is, where, that is currently where Drew lives, though, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was at, it was at Dad's house rather than Mom's house. Or Grandma Monica's house. <laughs> well, it was where Dad lives. <laughs> yes. yes, it's Monica's yes. house. Alan gave it to her. Uh, yeah, I think it's um, it's it's it's. I I would say that the decision, while logical, because Drew is the dad, also mm-hmm. because of what set is more likely going to be up during that week, the Q set yes. or Sam's house. Right. You know, so they would have to have like built Sam's house, and plus, you know, with Sam's house, they don't have like outdoors established. Right. So, like, this whole Jake she and Danny thing. Penthouse, I'm sorry? She lives in a penthouse, doesn't she? She lives in a penthouse, yeah. But they would have to have, like, given her a balcony that might not exist yes. or something for this whole Danny and Jake confrontation. So being at the quarter main house affords them the space as well. It does. To get it, it done. Does. You know, if you want to think about it technically and, and, and have the conversation that maybe the people who wrote this thing had about, where should we set this thing? You know? Mm-hmm. Um you know, it's it's not the wild west of writing where somebody just pulls a script out of the air and says, "This is what I came up with." <laughs> so, and I think that Drew is trying to chill his bones a little bit. You he's know, trying, but he's not going to be successful. He's not going to be successful. I think he's trying to chill his bones. He think he's trying to listen to Carly. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's trying, but but underlying, he doesn't feel differently. He's no. just stifling. He's just pushing down. Yes. How, what he's he pushing wants it down do. because that's what Carly wants. That's what Carly. Not because that's what he really feels. You know, he's not over it, and he's not going to be over it. No, no, he wants to see. He wants to see do Nina do some suffering. I will say though that I think that this week, when it came to Drew, I think they did a pretty good job of of um, showing Pittenville's damage to him. I think that came through pretty well. With mm-hmm. his conversations with Carly, and how every time I just, I just get taken back, I just get taken back into those halls, you know. Um, I mm-hmm. think they did a, a good job of really explaining why it was so heavy on Drew because that was missing for the audience, I believe, mm-hmm. <laughs> given his actual portrayal of what happened in jail versus the ramifications. Well, I think, I think that a lot of the audience, including myself, thought, well, he should have fallen apart because of Creed. Right. That's what should have brought him damaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Because the experience was far worse than mm-hmm. what, even though he got the he got beat up real good in Pentonville. Well, when he was in Crete, he was under solitary confinement and being beat up on a regular basis, and basement. also programmed to shoot people. Yeah. Yes. So you would think that he had to come out of Crete more showing some physical damage, yeah. some psychological damage, more so than Pentonville, but. Could be that they're, but the, but the way they're spinning it is, yes, Crete did a lot of little, did a lot of damage, but, um, but Pentonville was the straw. Pushed it over the top. Yes. Couldn't handle it anymore. How much, how much, how much abuse can I absorb? Yeah. I yeah. It. I get it. I get it. Hey, Blink. What's going on, Blink FM? Welcome. Who else popped in? Vita's here. Hey, Vita. 
Taiwan, Rochelle, all of you who popped up here during the temple. Hello. Hey, mm -hmm. welcome. Welcome. And did you notice too? Yeah, I and I think this is what we they were supposed to be. I think Danny and Jake were supposed to both be just kind of starstruck by Blaze. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because right? Danny was like, oh, she remembers my name. <laughs> yeah, I think they were just, you know, a little fanning out a little bit. I guess Blaze is supposed to be a bigger recording star than what they're really showing us. She's had yeah. some big success. I think the the assumption is supposed to be that when she and Chase were doing their duets, that was kind of like their and like breakout thing and and people were into it and chase just didn't have the heart to pursue a career in music even though he could have been really successful with it i think mm -hmm. was the dumbass music story and last week <laughs> and last week when her mom showed up um when her mom showed up it led us to believe that she was more involved with blaze's career managing blaze's career than what we originally knew Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so but at the same time though if mama if mommy would have known about link she'd have come over and did something about him blaze but blaze might have been but blaze might have been not been sharing i don't know blaze blaze uh, doesn't seem to trust her mother with information she doesn't seem to we'll huh? have to learn more about her i mean she comes off as you know how I don't know because we only really only saw just the small amount of Blaze's mm -hmm. mom, and yep. I, I don't I don't want to use like the words domineering and controlling because I'm not sure if that's exactly what it is. And what's her mom's first name? Was her mom Natalia? Natalia. Natalia Rogers Ramirez or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because she said to she said to um, Christina that that uh, she didn't require being called miss or mrs right natalia yeah just natalia you know so i, I mean we haven't had enough of her to really like get the true read on mm -hmm. exactly what this character is all about and how how she deals with allison aka plays um mm -hmm. on a more personal level i saw a little piece of little writing or something out there and reporting of what what ava larue is going to be up to and it's 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 from that piece and that one thing i read alone so i don't know if it's fact uh, but I, I saw something saying that it's not necessarily going to be like, I, I, I disagree with your lifestyle, but more so I disagree with the fact that you never told me what's up with that. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, but you at the same time more. though, if she's <laughs> never given her, if she's never given her daughter the idea that she's a safe place. Exactly. Why would she? Exactly. And I think that's important. We might even be able to see like some contrast between like what Elizabeth was doing with Aiden versus how Natalia and Blaze are handling the situation. You know, it could be some good compare, some contrast, some some interesting uh, th thought provoking scenes for the audience to, uh, I don't know, to, to dive into a little bit. I like it. Um, I think that Blaze is, is, has been a, has been an interesting addition to the cast and Ava LaRue has not missed a step. She came in with a character, you mm -hmm. know, I, I didn't see her trying to figure it out, nor did I see Maria Santos. Mm -mm. So 10 stars. I don't know what to give it. That's awesome. Yeah. It is awesome. It, aw it is awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they're going to introduce her dad too at some point. 
I don't know. I mean, it's leaving it open for it to be actually, you know, because people, it's 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 so fun to see because there's a lot of call out there that I've seen for people to be like, well, she should have been this person's daughter. She should have been this, that, or the other thing. She could have been an Alcazar. She should have been. Uh, there was another family that they had mentioned that had come and gone from the show that I can't recall mm-hmm. right now. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, she could have been this. She could have been that. She could actually be Maria Santos's daughter. Like, she, like she had a baby at the end of all my children with such and such. And this could be her. And I'm like, it's, it's she had a couple of babies as Maria Santos. Yeah. So it could have been any, number of the, you know, she could have been any number of those kids. And it, it's, it's fun to see people like, it's not rejecting the character at all. It's, it's, it's accepting the character and, and mm-hmm. wanting blaze to be more folded into the history of general hospital than it is. And yes. so that, that's fun because it's not often that you see that about a new character where they're no. just like, Oh, well, here's the opportunity to have made her better, to have made her and more she, relevant. And honestly, she's not that new of a character. Blaze been on for over yeah. a year. Yeah, They've been doing, you know, she's been, you know, introduced with the chase thing. And, you know, we've all been yes. there and watched it. I don't need to recap it. Yeah. Um, it's been a good gradual progression. It's like if they were to be, it's like if they were to start having, uh, you know, somebody start to take Nika or something from the Savoy. She's been there. You know her face. She's had some lines. Yes. She was involved in this yes. thing. She's a presence in other people's stories. And now she's being elevated out of that crowd. And it's something more. Write focused. something for Nika, please. Write something for Nika. She deserves it. She deserves it. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. People talking about uh, they can use Adam's dad. So maybe maybe Blaze and Adam can be related. Why not? Why? That would be odd. That'd be very odd. That'd be that would that would come out of left field for me. That'd be shocked to the audience, is what we would call that. Yeah. Uh, Blink thinks that that, uh, that Jake um, is going to grow up to be a very handsome man. Well, that's nice. Well, that, that, that's real nice. That's real nice. It's good to say. You know, hopefully, you know, I'm 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 not encouraging you going onto this social media and being like, "Hey, kid, you're going to be so cute one day." Like. I don't, I don't think we need to go there, but, um, you know, I, I think that it's good for teenagers on TV to, to, to have positive energy about them, you know, you know, you know, when be so the, awkward. Other times, the other times that I've seen Jake, he's, and of course we saw Hudson just have this growth spurt that was off the chart, yeah. right? We did see a we saw good and Jason on Monday. Yeah. Hudson <laughs> just went, Ooh, he, he, he shot up. <laughs> And he also always seems so gosh darn tall yeah. lately. But they showed him with Danny. Mm-hmm. He don't look so tall. He, he and Danny are about the same size. Elizabeth's just short and is what it is. Exactly. Exactly. And <laughs> Abe is over Liz. Well, Abe's not little anymore, but he was. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I just, you know, Hudson West didn't seem so towering, so, mm-hmm. so big when they put him with the other teenagers now. He no. just looked like, you know. He's got, he's got, what he's got to do though, if, if he really wants to, you know, take the next level, take the next step in his soap stardom is he's got to start hitting the gym with his dad, Jason. Cause as he gets taller, he mm-hmm. going to get linkier. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jason's going to have exactly what you hope for, Matt. A couple of angry young man, teenage sons that are pissed at. <laughs> oh Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody said and something think, before about gun and I, control. And I here. think that Danny might be a little more pissed than Jake right now. Because just because he's... Because he's acting out. Uh, acting out a little bit. 
I wouldn't say vaping at 16 is acting out all that hard, really. But it is because it's television. Yeah, because it's television. <laughs> Remember when, like, what was it? Um, a uh, AJ. No. Yes, AJ. Not AJ Quartermain. Mm-hmm. But Adam Jr., Adam Chandler Jr. Uh-huh. On, on All My Children. Mm-hmm. He was a he was in the gazebo when he was when he was played by that kid from Dream Street, Jesse, <laughs> Jesse McCartney. McCartney. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he was he was doing some illicit substances. I don't think it was cigarettes. I think they I think back it was back in the day where you could do worse on TV with kids with on daytime. Mm-hmm. I think it was like mm-hmm. smack or something. It was something hard. He's doing something. <laughs> he was doing something. That was that mm-hmm. last. That, that was the uh, that, that was the, I think that was the last story that Jesse McCartney started. Before they just sorezed the characters during that. Yeah, they sure sorezed him to death, didn't they? Oh my gosh, they skipped like a decade for 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 Adam they Jr. Are. and um and for Jamie. Yeah, they did. Oh man, Dad, Dixie, Jamie. That's good. Uh, uh, Jake and Danny may flip, says Melissa. AJ was pretty solid to begin with. Uh, before he started drinking, I see Jake getting a drinking problem before Danny. Jake gives more AJ darkness, and Danny gives more Jason's nonchalance. Hmm. I don't know. Are we gonna? Are we? Do you, do you think that? I mean, what, this is what we do in the modern age: is we reboot stories, we retell the same ones. It's not old for soaps, and it's something that's being worked into our consumption of other properties quite a bit now. When it comes to revisiting the same stories and retelling them for a new generation, so. So is somebody gonna bonk their head real hard and forget everything? I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Do you think I, I read something and I thought I kind of agreed with this because she is not supposed to be all that much younger. Should they soar as Avery? So yeah, I mean I saw I saw that because I, I had shared a little picture of, of the kids and I called them the next 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 generation, you know, general mm-hmm. hospital trying to be funny. They're mm-hmm. three nexts. Yes, the next, <laughs> next, next generation. Yes, I saw that. Uh, and yeah, one but, of the responses was, "Well, I think Avery should be a part of this. She's about to be a preteen." Um, and yeah, that would be that would be the time. I mean, gener- generally speaking, we don't have eleven, twelve, or twelve-year-olds on the show. Generally and, speaking, and general and and on the show, she was born the next year after Danny. Right, right. So they just missed that. I guess um, I don't know. I guess they really got to figure out more what they're going to do more with the kids. Um, the, they have been saddled with so many children on the show right now, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many kids have existed throughout the history of GH and how many exist at one time throughout the history of GH, but it mm-hmm. seems as though these, these characters have a lot of kids amongst them now. It's because they had the last three years have been riddled with pregnancy. Just nothing pregnancies, but yeah, there's just so yeah. many kids that if you, you, you can't necessarily anymore at this point put them all in the same age bracket, even if it would make the most sense because they were all born within three years of each other. Because mm-hmm. then you were introducing a, an entire replacement cast mm-hmm. for your current people. Right. Who do you pick? Well, some are going to have to move away. Some are going to have to die. We're going to have to do so much with these kids that you mm-hmm. kind of have to separate them out until, well, here's your four teenagers. When they become seniors, we'll introduce you to... More mm-hmm. teenage angst that might be a couple of years behind them, but mm-hmm. we got to take it in chunks. And also, Avery's not. Avery is the missing child on the canvas right now. Uh, they mentioned her a lot, but they don't really 
show here. We see Donna because she's so dang adorable. We see Donna all the time because she's so gosh darn adorable. And she, well, and for one thing, she's Carly's kid. Carly's on campus more. Mm -hmm. And she looks just so much like Maurice Bernard. It's just like, oh my gosh. You can't not do it. You can't not use her. Uh, so yeah, uh, Rocco isn't there. Um, oh, Rocco's not there. He's a bad boy. He don't get to come downstairs. <laughs> even on Thanksgiving, they make him stay upstairs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even get a slice of pizza. Uh, Daisy will take Donna over Violet. Doesn't Violet hate? People just hate Violet now. Oh, I love little Violet. She's going to get married. <laughs> Finn flipping out. What is this? <laughs> Tony's getting married. It's like, what's wrong That's with so you, dude? Relax. <laughs> what, what's My it, gosh. What, how is he going to be when she's a teenager? If the character of Finn would have had my daughter, he would have just, I don't know. Well, who's your boyfriend this week? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter had a pre my daughter had a, a preschool boyfriend. His name was Scotty. <laughs> he was a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> a preschool lawyer. <laughs> I'm gonna sue him for taking the blocks. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's see here. Uh, at this point, Rocco isn't there because he's 35 and has to work. <laughs> Melissa. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charlotte doesn't seem to have a lasting thing. She needs a good older recast. Suggests Blink FM. Oh, Scarlett Fernandez has been um, favored by the show. She seems to be popular by the showrunners and the makers of the show. Yeah, and I think the actress, uh, the actress has has really physically matured quite a bit. Mm -hmm. She looks so different when she came oh, back. Yeah, when she came back, she definitely looked like a teenager, like the rest of them. Mm -hmm. Totally, yeah, totally. She looked like a little girl anymore. I think she did a great job of of handling that shooting storyline. You know, I thought so too. When it comes down to it, not everybody's Jodie Foster at the same age. You know, you know, there's there's still life to have and 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 emotions. To I, thought develop, she, to I thought she. I thought she did just. I thought she just did just as well with her material mm -hmm. as in McCoy did back in the day when she was that young. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it takes time. We gotta, we gotta remember that as well. You know, uh, when mm -hmm. it comes to other forms of media, like movies and TV shows, they've got a lot of time to shoot, 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 shoot until it's perfect. Mm -hmm. So don't really have that. Um, they have, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to give him too many excuses or make it seem like I think that she does a good job. So far, for, you know, I, I we have something in our family called CFE, and that's what uh, they do sometimes. General Hospital when they're filming, it's close that. freaking enough. Oh yeah, <laughs> close enough. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Is it one shot? Okay. No, nobody. Nobody. You. You didn't use the real name. Mm -hmm. Obviously. Okay. Good. Moving on. Mm -hmm. See, here we go. Here we go in the chat. Blink. Violet is annoying. Jeannie. Violet is cute. Blink. Yeah, she is cute. So, you know. <laughs> oh, goodness. Just, just the But I tell you, though, when it. It comes to, when it comes to cuteness jumping off the screen, I have to say, it's that little Donna. There you go. She's there so you go, dang everybody. cute. You heard it here first. She's so dang cute. We're going to stick Donna and Violet in a boxing ring for celebrity boxing. <laughs> Find out who comes out on top. Well, put my Donny Osmond in that ring one time with Danny Bonaducci, and but Danny Bonaducci almost knocked the puppy love out of him. It was terrible. Well, I mean, it was boxing. What, what did what did Donny Osmond expect? They were going to go out in there and dance? 
Oh, Blink says, no Rocco until Lulu, Julie Berman, wakes up. Well, I don't think we're going to get Julie Berman back. She seems to be having herself a very fine life away from California Mm -hmm. and away from Prospect. And she has herself a little past with the kids now. I don't think Julie's going to come back. But I agree with you. If I had the choice of what Lulu who Lulu is, it was Julie Berman. Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, yeah, if, if you had to pick between the two, Julie Berman and Brian Lynn, I think a, a lot of people would lean more to Julie Berman. I mean, for for a number of reasons. Um, her her storylines were more action-oriented. Uh, she played a younger version of the character, which was much yes. more of a spitfire. She was the first yes. adult face of Lulu that people came to know and love. There's plenty of yes. reasons to absolutely love Julie yes. Berman and yes. want her back. Julie um, Berman leaned more into being a Spencer. Right. You know, where, the, the material uh, Emma, also gave her Emma more. leaned more into being a Weber. Right, right. And, you know, it, it all comes down to the stories that they had been writing as well. You know, that that's that's what they give M to do. You know, they didn't give her that same spitfire uh, until Brooklyn came into town. Yeah. <laughs> and then she kind of picked up that old stuff and then she got blown up. But um, anyway, it's a soap. Uh, well, actually, <laughs> I would really, I, I, probably like I said, it don't. I, I want to recast for Yeah, I, I, I was, that, that whole diatribe was me leading to say, we're, I don't think we're going to have either one of them. Yeah. I do want back. Lulu to wake up, though. I don't think she's going to wake up quite as quickly as I thought she was because, you know, General Hospital is very, very good at bringing characters up if you, and that give you a good idea that they're on their way back. General yeah. Hospital does it all the time. Mm-hmm. And there for a little while, they were bringing her up quite a bit, and now they've stopped. She got the Jeannie Francis Laura treatment. You got to see her shoulder in the bed, but not her face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You got mama in the chair, you know, yes. kind of, you know, um, I don't know. When Laura, when they had Laura in the, in the chair staring out the window, it was like, man, Norman Bates need to come save his mama. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have to fly. Emrylin <laughs> <laughs> would be a great recast for Selena Baldwin suggests melissa hmm i agree i don't know i don't know serena at all so i'm just gonna have to defer to your expertise on that ladies mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> i think something happened with gh and m i don't know i think they just didn't have further plans for the character and didn't opt to renew her deal i think you know i'm not sure that one was necessarily led by any sort of backstage drama now, let me tell you, Matthew, was my favorite thing of General Hospital this week. Okay. It's just small, small, small. I, I love it. But I loved it. Give it to me. On Friday. Yes. When Spinelli runs into the coffee table and, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Bradford, genius. <laughs> genius. I mean, like, like, like I said at 9 a.m., you know, in the, in the you days You know what I'm talking show. about? Yeah, I, I do. I do. In a shin? He did. It wasn't on purpose. And the way his response was just so... Oh, Brad. So he knows that character so, so well. He can just slip right into it. And that, that's yes. so... That is, that's such a great thing to have about when you're playing your soap characters. And you see it from Tristan Rogers. And, and, and you see it from, from, from Anna who fell down. Uh, you know, Finola Hughes and... and, and and Jeannie Francis, who know their characters so well that they don't need a script. They need some bullet points, you know? Yeah, They'll be able to I pull just, it out. 
I just, the way he came in talking about Dungeons and Dragons, because he saw, that's so like, spinelli. I mean, there's so many things that I'd like to do with the kids. Like, you know what? I mean, they made so many advances with the role-playing game. Uh. <laughs> and running into the coffee table and his response to it was just so good. And what I like about it, too, is is even though he's still got the Spinelliisms, Yeah. He's an adult. But at the same time, we've seen him grow up. Yes. Yes. That's the name of the game. That was the name of the game this week was people are breaking up and everybody's growing up. Maxie talked about how she was different. Anna talked about how Sonny was different. Like, we we really want to point out character growth this week on GH. And, and, you know, and, and Bradford Anderson has almost been playing Spinelli now, dare we say, 20 years. Almost. He was an early 2000s character. Yeah, I believe, I don't know if it was 06 or 07, but one of those years was when we first saw Spinelli. Mm-hmm. Well, that's almost 20 years. Does it feel like it should be, especially for me, because time seems to accelerate when you get right. older. Um, and that just c- continues to accelerate even uh, faster. That, that, that's a wonderful thing for me to continue to look forward to. Um. I can't help it, honey. You better have that argument with God. I ain't got nothing oh, to do with goodness it. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, <laughs> I don't want it to go faster. So, I want to stay 37. Yeah. I want to stay 62, too, but I'm not going to. Um, Because the inevitable is not what I'd like. Besides, you know, if, if I don't yeah, get taxes, any older. Oh, taxes. Just what's going to happen to me? Um, So, but I just, I. Just the growth of Spinelli, even mm-hmm. though he's still the same quirky weirdo. Yes. Kaiwan <laughs> uh, says 2006. Yeah, see? Two more years. Yeah, it's been 20, 20 years. years. 20 years. Everyone's well, gray now. He's got great, great, great in the temples. Oh, yeah. Well, Bradford's in his 40s. Mm-hmm. I believe when he came on, he was 26. You know, I'll also say, if you were to take a picture of Bradford Anderson as Spinelli in 2006 versus him as Spinelli in 2024, and we remove this Walmart vest from the history of all of his photos from now (laughs) until forever, (laughs) uh, he looks more like someone who you would expect to see on a soap today than he Mm -hmm. did when he was younger. When yes. he was, and he'll he'll say this. This isn't me being mean. Uh, you know, he, it's a big part of his comedy routine. Really, is is how I don't look like a soap star. Mm-hmm. But I really think that if you were to take or and now, he's you know fine wines, if you will. You know, mm-hmm. not like milk. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> uh, he's one of those people that like grew into an aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for him and Stone Cold to be back on the screen again together. I mean, that's why we've got so much Spinelli right now, and he's been recruited by Sonny, and we're just yes. we're just here. We're we're almost we're almost opening the door. It's Monday, right? Monday supposed Monday. to be. And so People Magazine did a big exclusive. They did a couple of photos of of, of Jason's really? first day. Yes, Ma. Do you want do you want to talk about it, or do you do not? Do you want to wait? No, I want to talk about so it. So the only one that I saw was a crystal clear picture of jason and i guess the whole headline was jason returns with blood on his hands and it's a picture of jason like in some sort of place going like oh right (laughs) with blood on his hands uh (laughs) and so i guess you know that that continues to lead into the question of is he the one doing this or does he swoop and try to save the day and he's got like sonny's blood on his hands 
I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I don't trust Steve Burton when it comes to, you think you know, but you ain't right. I don't believe him, not really. You could have been saying, oh, you think you know that I'm coming back on, on March 2nd, but really I'm coming back on March 8th. <laughs> yeah, I think he's just doing a maneuver. Steve Burton's pretty good at that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, who are we going to see who's going to see Jason first well based on that preview it might be Dante based on the preview it's Dante because I don't know if you guys saw that you know coming up on GH um, but there is like somebody taking something off their head and from a behind and Dante having a gun and saying what the hell turns out it's Max Scorpio we we might you know we've been misled by um by next week on GH before so oh yeah they try to make it look like people are fighting and arguing when it's mm -hmm. really just them joking and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so who mm -hmm. knows but you know they've been sticking to it though tomorrow's supposed to be his first day on screen and I would imagine it will be the last five seconds of tomorrow <laughs> you know we'll see maybe there would probably be a big shootout I don't know. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. 72% of the audience who participated in the poll this morning thinks that Jason will be there to try to save the day. 28% thinks that he's going to be the shooter. So thank you very much for participating in the poll. If you participate in the poll, you can also donate to the show if you would like. Your super chat and super thanks. Only if you want to. It's not required. It's just available to you if you want to help support. I think, I think he's going to be um, under some kind of mind control or something. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I like the idea of he's not under mind control. They just really convinced him that this is a good idea. I like that idea. Why not? Why not? Because well, they were saying, oh, oh, you can't brain, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't do mind control on Jason. His brain's too broken. Is what mm -hmm. they say. Yeah. And the show was said it or something. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't recall it myself. Other people are saying that. But um, uh, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm all for like he's just been legitimately convinced. Could be. Why not? Why not? Mix Could it up. Be. Change it up. Do it different. All I know, all I know is I am very happy to have Steve Burton back on General Hospital. I missed him. I like Steve Burton on General Hospital. And the fact that I can watch him be Harris on Days of Our Lives and, and Jason, I love it. Yeah, I get to see cool. that for maybe three months or so, right? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely going to be some crossover much. time before... I guess he gives his heart to Paulina Price. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and they work in the GH like Jason just has heart pain that day. He's just kind of the chest. Is like, Man, I need tongues. My heart's missing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why is Terry back this week? Because she's a part of the show. I don't know. I don't know. Was Terry back this week? I haven't seen. I haven't seen Terry. Have you seen the preview for next week? I don't remember. She mm -hmm. might have been. I don't remember. Because she's part of the show. She got something to do. She's probably talking to Elizabeth. She's probably talking to Elizabeth. She's probably talking to Liz about Ben or Chase's wedding. Yeah, I thought, you know, I really thought that we were going to get, you know, we, Terry was going to be more utilized there for a while and it seemed like she was. And then that kind of just fell off. The issue, I, I, I really have to continue to, to point to, and this could just be an excuse um, but, and this is not backed up by any sort of investigation or fact or conversation with anybody that's been a part of the process, but I, I do get the sense and a feeling that during the strike time, 
there was uh, hitting the brakes on non-contracted characters. If you're a contract, you, you were there, you had dates to fill, you had a story to do. But when it came down to it, we really didn't see a lot of those recurring characters very often. Mm-mm. And I think that had something to do with the strike. Uh, the writer strike and stuff and to just kind of keep things clean and easy and not too convoluted for people who don't normally write for the show and to not make things too convoluted for when the writers do come back. Mm-hmm. And then the writers came back mm-hmm. and then the writers got fired and then they we did. have new writers coming in. And so pretty much since the beginning of the strike to now, there's been a little bit of turmoil in the writing staff at general hospital. And I think some of those B list characters not because of talent, just because of screen time, mm-hmm. like Terry and stuff, just didn't have anything to do. They didn't mm-hmm. give them anything to do. So mm-hmm. hopefully we can just hit the gas on that again. Keep it going. Mm-hmm. Bring Yuri back to town, whatever's going on. Yeah. Uh, but as for what's what's up for story, mm-hmm. Tori, Terry, story, story for Terry, I don't know. I, I imagine it has to do with Elizabeth. I would think so. Unless there's some sort of chief of staff thing that she needs to deal with, her and Portia handling something. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. Maybe it's the start of a big storyline. I hope so. You know, maybe maybe we're going to get Aiden coming out as a, as a gay, gay teenager. We're going to get Blaze coming out as like a superstar. How is it going to affect my career? And then mm-hmm. we can have like, you know, some sort of Terry-centric romance. And, and you know, we can we can cover a lot of the, the, the rays of the rainbow. <laughs> make people happy mm-hmm. uh you know what we're going to talk about before we run out of time here on the 10th floor what's that our cover couple the demise of our cover couple what Sonny and Nina? no not even them they've been they've been they've been come on. we've been we've been putting nails in their coffin for a long time that's true we're going to talk about that scumbag Dex, who left town Joss catches up and he's like, okay. And then they like do it. And then immediately he like rolls over and he's like, all right, you got to get out and I can never see you again. Yeah. Like, come on, Dex. That. that was not a loving move, sir. Well, that's something you should have said before you took your drawers off. <laughs> you know, show me how much you love me. Right. And then they, <laughs> they roll around and do their thing and they earn five points on the scale. And, um, and, uh, and then he's like, all right, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> After close over, bye. <laughs> Listen, I didn't want to say anything before because it would have really ruined the mood. And it's been a little <laughs> while since I got it on. Uh, but now that all that's done, my cleaner brain is coming through. My more logical brain is coming through. And this can't happen. You got to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we love decks too, Blink. Blink, blink, blink. We love Dex too. What we do here on the tenth floor, if you're not familiar, is we 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 just make it fun, you guys. Yep. We don't make fun of it. We make it fun, and it was a lot of fun to think about how much of a scumbag Dex is. <laughs> I don't yeah. really think it. Yeah, it's a sad and tragic love story. It's a basic sad and tragic love story, but, but it's funny. But you know, like Michael told his mom there at the birthday party that mm-hmm. Dex was coming back home. But is he? Maybe I don't. I don't know. It seems to be. I mean, the, the last I left it off, he's like, "We we can't do this anymore. Leave me alone forever." Was was there more that I missed? I think so. Oh well, good job, Joss, convincing Dex to come on back. 
Yeah, oh, I tell I me, think chat. She convinced him. I think she convinced him. Tell me, no, no, remind sure. us. Michael wants Dex back in Port Charles, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he is coming back. I He's suspect she'll get pregnant. Not, not more babies. No Especially more babies. You don't need more young babies. You know, Dolls does not need to be pregnant. The trainer doesn't need to be pregnant either. That's something that people are calling for. It's. I think it's because they're 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 they're. I think that there's the fans of Sprina who are coming to the realization that Nicholas Chavez is probably not coming back. And so they're like latching on to something like what if Trina has Spencer's baby? There's still a connection there. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're going to do that. And I don't really think they're going to do that either. I think these characters are too young for children, not because they shouldn't, but because it wouldn't be interesting story for them. I just, I think, I think the character of Trina is too young for them to give her a child already. She still it has changes college. the character so much. College and give them a family. They just talked about Maxie. Just talked about that. She's like, "Hey, you know, you 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 were in love with who I used to be. You don't know boring old frumpy Maxie who's too poor for her own good. <laughs> you know, I'm different now, Spinelli." <laughs> Mm -hmm. You know, but he still likes to play role playing Dungeons and Dragons. Oh him. boy, I really want them. I really want them to be back together. Oh, they will I be. I really, 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 really want. They will be. Spinelli and Maxi back together. You see what well, we don't have though, and maybe we're going to get this with the new writers because any moment now, the new writers' stuff is going to start airing. Mm -hmm. Maybe we will finally because 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 pre previous previous writers um didn't necessarily bring what I wanted to see from like a big romantic come together moment you know mm -hmm. one of those sweeping off the feet type of things not necessarily literally because it's not in the 80s anymore we did that mm -hmm. but you know some some sort of like running across the room after we realize how much we love each other big epic like 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 airport kiss you know where the people cheer you know one of those things we haven't i, I can't recall a time in the last couple of years we've gotten that and i think mm -hmm. that that is perfect for maxine spinelli and also perfect for Dex and Joss, too. You know, one of those things where, like, I got half of what I was expecting with Dex. Remember how I was like, oh, he's going to have a bushy beard and be working on a fishing boat. Mm -hmm. He was working on the docks. Yeah. <laughs> he was at the docks, at least. Not the Port Charles docks, a different docks. Mm -hmm. um, so I got part of that. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, maybe maybe he can't resist. You know, maybe Joss does go back to town. Dex does. They see each other in Oscar's Meadow. The hills are alive with the sound of music. They come running across each other and we get a big, you know, oh, you know, we we, we got that with, with the big come together kind of Trina Spencer at, at uh, when she jumped in his arms, she jumped in his arms, you know, that was kind of the last time, but it wasn't them coming together because they had already been together. It was he's still alive. Yay. I'm talking like we can't resist our feelings anymore. F what society thinks of us and the trouble that we have about this. Now, if I ever go to Prospect Park again. I get there. I'm going to talk to pop guy Matt. I'm going to say, Matt, you know where wardrobe is? Can we get into wardrobe? No. Okay. <laughs> Here's that black and white sweater that, that my Maxi had on on Friday. Give me that sucker because I want to burn it. Okay. You can't, you do, there's no reason to, to do any more damage to it, Ma. It's already tattered. It's all right. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's oh a my fashion statement. And I, Oh, Stress. don't get me wrong. You know I love General Hospital. You know I do. But that sweater is ready for the garbage can. It is horrid. Distressed fabric is what it is. It it 
It's Beetlejuice broke, okay, is what it is. Throw that damn thing in the garbage. It's not Beetlejuice chic, everybody. It's Beetlejuice broke. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, that how, sweater was as tattered as Dex's sheets. How Storms, you know, Kristen, Kristen loves to knit. How much did Kristen Storms want to just repair it on her own? <laughs> it's so awful. I don't know. I don't know how much influence she has on don't what she wears. Don't dress our maxi with that. Holes in the sweater. <laughs> That's you guys. You know, huh? Chat. You know, sweater was awful. See, well, Melissa goes. Well, you're still after Ava's jacket. That's your real reason for wanting the wardrobe. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Matt, 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 guy, Matt. He's gonna let me in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play a cool prank that, on costumes. They're not gonna I'm know gonna what happened to the jacket. Take that sweater outside and burn it in the garbage can it's right by the Northern hospital sign. Right. She's just sacrificing to the GH gods. <laughs> Please accept our, our apologies. And then I'm going to steal that. And then I'm going to take that coat of Avis and claim it as my own. And I had it. What are you talking about? You I think that's the this one they made? I, I just happen to have the same one. <laughs> just happens <laughs> to be remarkably similar in the same size. <laughs> oh my God. Oh no. But I did love, I did like the. I did like that scene of Felicia and Maxie, though. Yeah. I liked it. They now, nice together. she's not so mad at Spinelli as she was. But the love is and coming through. I don't through. expect her, and I don't expect her to jump on her mom like she did at Georgie's funeral. But <laughs> I did expect her to tell her mom a little bit more than that. She gave her mom pretty much a pardon pretty quick. On that it's, manipulation. It's, it's the love. It's the love. It is. And when Maxie was right, though, when she said, meddling, you were meddling with my heart. Yeah. You meddled with my heart. She's right. It's She's yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I think that they did a, it was, it was good that they included uh, the, the, the talks about like Peter and. Mm -hmm. Austin, even though Austin wasn't like this horrible relationship. I know. She still... shouldn't have brought up she shouldn't have brought up Austin. Austin it, it, that bad. He still lied though and kept yeah, information. You know who was worse? Remember that dude with the with the page boy haircut? What was that fool's name, you guys? Was his name Levi? Yeah, Levi or something where he was he was after he was after He was after he was after <laughs> Felicia's, Felicia's diamonds. Yes, he was after the he was after the the Aztec princess jewels jewels yeah <laughs> so that's who you bring up not austin yeah but no, maybe austin, that's, too, that's too far austin in the past. well he just had too many yes. skeletons in the closet and he's much more current where levi is yeah 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 um yeah that, that that's true um anything that's older than five years isn't so relevant on gh anymore um, and I think that's right. fair too. You know, that's I fair to a degree. So. I think so, but I haven't forgot that Levi guy. No, I no. wanted to pull his hair out myself. Levi the vegetarian says Melissa. Yes, Levi, he's Levi, so Levi. Awful. Aztec jewels. Everybody remembers and agrees that yes. Levi would have been a better example in that moment. Yeah, because Levi was all he was. He was not misunderstood at all. He was, he was trying. A bad guy. To go, he was a bad guy trying to get over her from on her from day one, and never had any true feelings mm -hmm. for her at all. Mm -hmm. Where Austin did. Austin, yeah, like I said, you know, Austin. Austin meant well. He just had too many skeletons. Yeah. Peter was insane. Peter was just wackadoodle crazy. He was Faison Junior to a T. 
And they haven't even really told us who killed Austin, have they? I don't think so. We're going to no. leave that open for Roger Howard's return one day, I guess. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know. He got shot point blank. Almost. The only thing he did, he shot pretty much execution style. Only thing he didn't make him lean down. But, mm-hmm. you know, he was executed. Boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and he just kind of walked in there and us. just did it. And what never are you doing? Us who it was. And all Roger Howarth ever gets is shot on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And, you know, that's also, that that too was an unfortunate victim of just uneven writing. I really can't point to anything else other than that. I mean, you know, they were were forced in a new direction with the actor where he didn't have access to the character of Franco anymore. And so they had to do something. So many times do we watch with Roger, we watch General Hospital, like, throw something on the wall and see if it would stick. Just figure it out and figure it out and figure it out. And he would play it. He would play it and he would play it and he would play it. And they just didn't give him the consistency. So, no. you know, uh, Joss will not end up pregnant. But good, Daisy. Glad you. Glad we're on the same page on that one. It's not often yeah. Daisy and I read I, from I the same book. This is the only instance I want to see anybody pregnant. And I don't know why I want this. I wouldn't mind if Portia got pregnant. That's fine. She's 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 old enough for that. And the people people can get their Taggart back, you know. Trina can go hang out with Taggart some more. Because Curtis will have another daughter, one that he loves more because he raised from the beginning. I mean Maxie slept with Scotty. What? Scotty's son. Oh, okay. <laughs> that one scared me. <laughs> that would be creepster, okay? Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Kelly is demanding that we talk about the flashback scene between Lois and Lila. Um, I think I missed it. Oh, that was lovely. I'd forgotten about that. Yes. I, I, missed they had, it. I don't they, even recall showed, it, honestly. Yes. They showed they showed the whole wedding dress thing. I remember the wedding, wedding dress, dress sequence thing. and wanting Lila's yeah. dress and kind of having to pull yes. it from Tracy and the ugly one that, that Brooklyn was wearing. Yeah. I didn't think... I didn't think uh, her dress was ugly. I would have taken the sleeves off of it, but it I didn't bulky, think it was bulky, not ugly. Yeah, I didn't think it was ugly. But then again, you I know, thought when, when you, with when a you sweetheart go... with a sweetheart sleeveless sweetheart line on the top, it would have been gorgeous. When you when you're wedding dress shopping anyway, at the affluent level that Brooklyn would be, mm-hmm. you're not even necessarily looking for the dress that fits you exactly. You're looking for the style that you like for it to be altered so it fits you exactly. Had all these big old you guys have been had at least been to one where you know somebody was being fitted where you know big old clamps on the back of it holding mm-hmm. it together and stuff to yeah. give you an idea of what it would really look like. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think that she's going to wind up wearing her grandmother's dress. Yeah. Her great grandmother's dress. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Lila. Great grandmother's dress. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to wind up wearing it, and. Uh, Obviously, that's what she really wants anyway. I think it's going to be lovely. I oh, think yeah. it's going to be absolutely lovely. And I love the flashback with Annalie, too. They haven't used a flashback of Annalie speaking in a very long no, time. No, I need to go back no. and watch it then since I missed it. Oh, I feel yeah. bad. And it's and it's, Anna, and it's it's Lila letting her know that, you know, and I guess she had some kind of wedding dress catastrophe that day. I don't remember you guys. It did not mm-hmm. show up or it got messed up or whatever. So, and then she winds up, she winds up wearing Lila's dress. Oh, it's going to 
be fantastic, I think. But we see Brooklyn wear Lila's dress too. And that's just going to, what is that going to do? What's that going to do to poor old granny? She's going to wind up being nice again. She's not going to be able to handle all the niceness pouring out of her bones and pores. (laughs) (laughs) What am I going to do? <laughs> Tracy is definitely giving the dress to Brooklyn. Yeah, there's no way she's not going to get married in Lila's dress. Um, and it's going to be a beautiful ceremony. It's going to be a wonderful wedding. And the Tracy only and reason, and the only reason why Tracy is not all on board for it is because it makes her feel so crappy about not wearing it herself. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the only reason why she's like kind of snarky about it. I wonder, I mean, I, who, who, whose idea is this? Is this, is this Frank Valentini's idea? Is this, um, is this um, Jane Elliott's idea? Is this the writer's idea when it comes to, well, this time when we have Tracy, we're going to explore the depths of her humanity. Mm-hmm. Because we have gotten a lot of like stories and situations and issues, especially over the last couple of months, that is getting Tracy to react in ways that are unlike her. Mm-hmm. And it's just been such an interesting, clear focus. And I just my random ass, weird, unanswerable question is who decided that? Is that something that like Jane was like, you know, let's play things different this time. But doing the same Tracy forever. You know? But they should never, and I I don't think they ever will. Mm. They never go never take Tracy's edge away. Oh no. Oh no. Don't I mean, make her a pushover. I mean, this whole story is about how she wants to keep the edge. <laughs> yes. But I want her to keep the edge and still have some, you know, real um empathy that's what always has been missing from tracy is empathy she didn't have any for anybody for anybody mm-hmm. even our own kids for, got a little for gregory she got a lot for gregory's influencing her big time and i want even though i know eventually gregory's going to be gone i do want to see a tracy gregory romance I can I can see why he has the uh, the influence on her that he does as well. Um, there really is it's 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 just it just sucks that there's a segment of of the audience out there that is missing it, uh, just due to lack of appreciation, like we talked about last week. Um, because I I think that the the character of of Gregory has a lot of like power and weight behind it that mm-hmm. I think does have the ability to move a character like Tracy in the way that he has. Mm-hmm. I think it's been totally believable especially in the fact that they both know that he's going to be dying. Like, I think that that's the reason why it works. Mm-hmm. The reason why it even works on Tracy is because, well, here's this man on his way out, and really he's using the last amount of his life to continue to be such a positive influence on the people that he loves. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so clear in Gregory's story arc and, and how I, yeah. he wants to spend his time. Yes, yes, he wants to spend spend his time... You know, fulfilling his own bucket list, but at the same time, he wants to spend his time filling his heart. Like he, he, it seems like we've done the bucket list thing. You know, we we did the diving from the thing, and he did the hot yoga, and we had the sequences of him knocking all of this stuff out, and now he's really settling into. Well, I'm going to be here for this wedding, and I'm going to officiate, and we're going to have a backup just in case I can't do it, but I'm going to give it my all. I'm mm-hmm. still going to be there for Alexis and just continuing to what was I think Tracy said last week or I think it was Tracy or, or even him himself. who was like, just just because I'm on the way out doesn't mean that I'm going to stop living my life. Right. Right. He's still going to do the things he's going to roll with it and do whatever he can do. 
up until he can't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeannie says they need to show his decline. They are. They are. When it comes to it, this disease isn't like, you know, going to require a bunch of time in the makeup chair to make his skin look all messed up and stuff. This is this is mobility issues. Yeah. And I think that we, I think they do a, a decent job at uh, showing the progression of that. He's clearly worse now than he was when he first talked to his family about receiving this diagnosis. Um, yeah, and they show him that he really can't, um, He he he's unstable in his balance without the cane. Yeah, yeah he uses that time. cane all the time. Uh, and really, they, they do have him like move just so he can sit somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think that they're doing a good job of, of including the symptoms of his disease. And you can disagree with me all you want. And that's totally okay. I'm not trying to say that you're wrong or anything. Jeannie, uh, I love you. Um, <laughs> uh, but I think that they do a good job of of letting you know that he has this is- issue, showing how it's progressing, but not having it dominate his scenes and distract from the point of the story, which is, I'm living. Yes. You know? Yes. It's, it, I think that it's supposed to be a story of like empowerment um, rather than, well, look at this guy push through the odds, but more like, just look at this guy go. Um, mm-hmm. I'm reminded of high school. I had a, a American Sign Language teacher, Miss Perez, mm-hmm. uh, who taught me a lot of ASL. I uh, had her for two years. And um, she, um, she just, she, she was one of those personal teachers where she shared stories about her life and was just, you know, just very, very good at making a connection even your students. sister liked Mrs. Perez. And my sister hates every nobody. teacher. It is <laughs> wild my sister became one because I cannot think of a single teacher that did not tell her about the homework, that lied to her, that hated her, that... <laughs> Mrs. Langell made her want to be a teacher. Her third grade teacher made her want to be a teacher. Mrs. Langell had a huge positive influence on her. Gosh, I don't even remember that person's name. In any case, I had a teacher who told us a story, and I don't remember why it came up or anything, but she told us a story about her friend who had been diagnosed with cancer and was really suffering through it and stuff, and she went to go visit this person at the hospital when it was clearly, you know, going to be amongst the last, you know, time that they had here with everybody else. And um, she walked in, and she re- and she told us how... To this day, this moment still sticks with her in that as soon as she walked into the door, seeing this guy hooked up to these machines and in the hospital and just looking super weak, he saw her walk in. And before she could even say anything, she goes, he goes, hey, how you doing? Mm -hmm. And that stuck with her. Mm -hmm. That the first thing on this guy's mind was, hey, how you doing? Rather than, you know? And and that and it just it I guess it, she used it as like a, a inspiring moment for the future of always keeping that mindset of always yeah. keeping that well it's it's you know I'm I'm here for no matter others. yeah no matter no matter what you're going through you always have you always have space to concern yourself about someone else's yeah yeah and you know and, and um and I I like this 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 mentality it's it's very difficult to have it be like your prominent like life driving force but we we are here for others we're not here for ourselves mm-hmm. you know and keeping that in mind mm-hmm. uh, i think is is just helpful when it comes to just getting through situations and relating to other people and, and just keeping the mindset of i don't know not letting not letting your own personal stuff get you so down that you forget that there's a whole world out there and that is that's that's what gregory's doing that's what the story that's with gregory is doing, doing. And that's not an easy feat for us humans. No. 
He's not. No, not at all. Look at us getting all poignant here on the tenth. <laughs> on one hand, we're talking about Jake and Danny getting into a fight, rolling around in the dirt until Jason has to pull us pull apart. And on the other oh, hand, we're man. talking about the meaning of life. Yeah, I tell you, those teenage boys, one of them should have had a headlock on the other one if it's true to form, okay? And it, <laughs> a couple of times, you know? <laughs> and then a big old noogie. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm looking forward to it. I think I think the kids on the show are, are, are a lot of fun. I like Nina getting dumped. I really don't have much to say about that. You know, Ma and I kind of like discussed a little bit. I don't know if it was on the podcast just a minute ago or just before. I can't recall. Uh, everything's just one long stream of conversation now. <laughs> um, I don't really have much to say about that because, you know, they, they've been breaking up for three weeks now. Like with anything Sonny and Nina, we're taking forever to get to the point. But I will say I did. You know how you liked the whole Spinelli bump in the table line? Yes. I loved, loved, loved Sonny saying... Uh, I don't remember what it was exactly, but he, he he alluded to like stop stalling and get to what it is you wanted to say mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because that's what she does. She gets trapped in like this justification and explaining why she wants to yes. talk about it and bringing up all these facts from before that 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 are. And he relevant. was like, "Get to the point." Yeah, that that are relevant to what hey. she wants to say, but just far too much information. In the mm -hmm. conversation that needs to be had right. and sonny knows this and recognizes this is about her and he yeah. says hey just get to the point lady and yeah. i loved that because it is a real character aspect of nina that i remember talking about on the podcast that mm -hmm. seems also to be missed by a lot of other commentators out there not podcasting commentators but people who mm -hmm. like to let their opinion be known yeah. um i think that's an element of the character that they're really missing when it comes to understanding the tension between carly and nina and mm -hmm. why Carly is so done and why Nina thinks that all you have to do is just give me a chance to tell you. But we're so done we can't get to that point because she can't right. get to the point. And Carly has <laughs> said to her before, too, get to the point. Get to the point. Yes, yes. I just, you I guys, just loved you know, it. I loved that moment. I thought it was I, Well, Sonny has, Sonny has pretty much, like, shut her down every. He's done with her. He is done. He's, I, so, I mean, honestly, I didn't expect it, but also at the same time, given the relationship that they've had and the story that Nina and Sonny have had together, longevity mm -hmm. really wasn't there. I didn't think so either. I didn't think they were going to split up so quickly. Yeah, I and I didn't see this whole, um, I didn't see this whole, uh, we are, we, we're criminals together now, Ava, Ava Sonny thing coming either. <laughs> but, um, but I like it. I like it a lot. And. I'm I I love Cynthia Watros. I can't stand Nina Reeves. So, <laughs> if Nina Reeves winds up with nothing, including her best friend, yay! Oh, she's gonna wind up with somebody. She's gonna wind up with a Valentine. She'll wind up with a Jagger. She'll wind up with a. Oh, I think so too. I think so too. She's gonna wind up with a Jagger. She's gonna wind up with a Valentine. You know, her and Valentine. They're already swimming around each other. Mm -hmm. They I mean, have the whole, well, sure. And they're, and you know, they have the whole, uh, you know, erasing the tapes thing between them. Yes, they do. They Big do. Time. And uh, really when it comes down to it, the century, Cynthia Watros version of Nina has been mostly with Sonny. Not always. She started off with Jax, but then mm -hmm. Nixon Falls had transitioned from Jax into Sonny. And that was... A little bit into a run, but but predominantly the number of years that Cynthia Watros has been on GH, those years have been dominated with the Sunny story. Mm -hmm. So the only version of 
Nina that we know from Cynthia is the Sunny counterpart, mm-hmm. not the Valentine counterpart. Mm-hmm. Which was much more like how she was at the end of that meeting in the Crimson office was, if you want a war, I'll give you one. I've been yeah. trying to play this game because I like Sonny and you guys are very connected to him. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to go to war, mm-hmm. let's let it be. I will induce yeah. your labor, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, you know, maybe, maybe we can get there, you know? Maybe if we do get Nina and Valentine back together, then we can explore some of those more negative influences that they had on each other. And bring sure. a little more darkness, a little more villainy to these characters. As fun as it is to like James Patrick Stewart and not hate Valentine, there is a lot of room on the show for people who make bad choices. We don't and have Valentin many characters. Has, and Valentine has shown us that he's quite good at making yeah. a bad choice. We don't really have that many characters who are really looking to F anybody over. We got mm-hmm. people who are making weird choices, but then like the whole tension between Sonny and Michael is because Michael wanted to protect Sonny. Like mm-hmm. that's not, that's not the tension that I'm talking about. Mm-mm. You know, Mm-mm. it's not how to get him. Valentine could be out to get you. Mm-hmm. And if we're going there, you know, I mean, we, we, we spent a lot of time exploring the nicer sides of Valentine and Ava. Mm-hmm. And if we're going back a little bit, I'm not against yeah. that. Yeah. If Ava's criminal streak wakes up because of her proximity to Sonny and the growing feeling that she might have for him, I'm for that. If Valentine well, was looking, the way she looked at him on Friday, she was admiring him so much, wasn't she? I mean, there is a lot of respect that Ava has for Sonny at this point. Mm-hmm. Whatever, um, I mean, I remember years ago, you know, before her, her surgery in the face and burning down his, his thing and yada mm-hmm. yada. I mean, there is a lot of antagonism between those two characters that seems Big to be time. completely gone now. Even yeah. really between Ava and Carly. You know, when Sonny was gone, that, that really helped Ava and Carly get over their hill. Oh, absolutely. And, they, and, and Carly got over it for the girls. Bless you, Mama, they say. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, yeah, so she got over it for the girls. That's yeah. why Carly kind of stifled that, even though she's never forgot that right. what Ava's really like mm-hmm. or can't be like. Um, but yeah, it is for the girls. It was for Avery and Donna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because with still their needed, dad gone, they needed stability and each other. Yes, was the main thing. Yes. So yeah, so they got over their main thing, and then and then this 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 you know since Sunny came back and grew as a man and isn't the way he used to be and yada yada yada. It's a lot of a respect. Growing in the heart of Ava for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blink says, didn't burn her. Um, Ava burned herself on accident. He, she uh, set fire to one of Sonny's uh, warehouses. And I think she got trapped in it or she something. She got trapped in there. She got trapped in there yeah. uh, and, and accidentally burned herself. Then she had her fun mask. Yes, uh, she looked it... like uh, the Phantom of the Opera for a little while. I mean, yeah, a clear Phantom of the Opera because Spencer was the Phantom of the Opera with his burn mask. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but she, she had that had one a... there, and then she and then she went to um, she went to the clinic to get treatment, and Ran that's what patient six was. But in order to do that, she had to betray little baby Spencer. Yes, by redacting the Valentine did it statement when it came to Nicholas's apparent demise all those years ago. Hmm. That was his starting to hate Ava. 
Mm-hmm. And that was one of those things that uh, actually that uh, Ryan was able to get Esme to manipulate within the heart of Nicholas to get us where we are today. It's all one long narrative, folks. Everything leads into the next, even if it's different actors. <laughs> so next week you get your favorite, you get your favorite uh, uh, dude back. Cyrus, Cyrus is going to be on next week. He I am so crazy. excited for him to continue to try to. And you know who else is going to be at the hospital stuff. next week? Hmm. Heather's going to be at the hospital. Oh, well, yes. we got to continue Cyrus and Heather's growing connection. Yeah, they show Heather. loonies wind up saving the day. Yes! <laughs> oh. I'm with it. I am so with it. I'm so with it. Oh. But I think Heather, Heather, they can save the day. They can save the day and create havoc all at the same time. They will save the day by creating havoc. <laughs> <laughs> Cyrus, Cyrus can come up with the uh, foolproof plan that requires the special type of crazy. Pull mm-hmm. off, and the only person that can check the box of the special type of crazy is Heather Weber. Yes. I'm with it. I'm with you it. You know what? I remember one of, one of the things that I thought was so fun last, last time when Jason came back. Remember he's in the hospital? And he catches a look of Franco. He goes to beat his ass, beat him up. He goes to beat his ass. And Elizabeth is like, whoa, He had a tumor. <laughs> he didn't mean it. Everything that he did, he didn't mean it. Yeah, well, he still did it, but he didn't mean it. <laughs> Elizabeth. <laughs> Father of my baby, please stop beating him up. <laughs> Heather will be the person that Anna asks about what the inmate said to Cyrus when the wire went out. Hmm. There's GPSs in the turtle doves. I don't know anything about that. And I really think, I really think that Cyrus's, I think Cyrus's um, sermons on on the on the radio mm-hmm. has got code in it. Oh. Like freedom fighters in France during World War II. I think what he has guys got code in and he's speaking to somebody. Maybe. Little dog whistles that only they can hear. That's why Laura wants to listen so closely. Mm -hmm. Every word this man has to stay on the radio. (laughs) Yes. She's right. Um, Yeah. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Especially for somebody that's just stared out a window for a whole decade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that it's the safest thing for everybody to protect their hearts by just moving forward with the idea that you're not going to see Spencer for years. I don't want it either, you guys. I don't want Spencer to it be It comes up. Ever? In the chat, so sporadically and randomly every week, some errant thought about when Spencer's coming back, some random musing about how it could be, and I see a lot of hope there. But I think Mm -hmm. the best thing to protect your hearts is to assume that he's not going to be back for years. There's not going to be a GPS and a turtle dove. There's not going to be an Esme having held him a hostage on an island the whole time. I don't think so. He is dead until he ain't. <laughs> until he comes stumbling through the doors of Windermere. Yeah. And you know, there's a whole pencil of plate people for it to keep him company that are assumed dead until then. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, and, and, and really honest, and, and it comes down to simply this, and we, we say it probably too often on the podcast. Um, there ain't time for him to finish, uh, for, for Nicholas Chavez to finish and come back and be Spencer and then be done with this contract. It's just not enough time for that to be satisfying. And with the power of Sprina and how much you guys enjoyed it, you can't just recast that immediately. The only way that I see Nicholas Chavez coming back is if they gave him an open-ended contract that he can just step away from anytime he wants. And just recurring. <laughs> but have a contract at the same time. But, but he also can be like, but you have to come anytime. and do our show. Yeah. Yeah. But just break it anytime he wants to at the same yeah. time. If some super opportunity came his way, I could see him maybe doing that. Maybe, maybe. Mm -hmm. But I say I, I have a 90% inkling that that's not going to happen. Just just to protect your hearts. I'm not saying that that's definitely how it's going to go down. But there, there's so much hope out there that I just am worried that it's going to be dashed and you guys are going to be mad. Oh, what the writers need to do, it's unfortunate, but it's true. The writers need to write, train a storyline that doesn't have Spencer in the middle of it. She's got to get over her, her sadness. Yeah, and she has to get over her sadness and, you know, and never like really, really get over him, but they can't have it be the forefront of her story. It's, it's, uh, so I made, I made a reference to Tad and Dixie in relation to, um, Spencer and Trina, mm -hmm. where it's totally reasonable that the only thing that would ever keep these two characters apart is the fact that one of them isn't on the show. You know, I think that's perfectly reasonable. And you have mm -hmm. incredibly successful decades long pairings of characters like that, who are when they're on the show, they together. When yep. they're not on the show, they ain't. But it's not yep. still the I Miss Dixie show. Right. When she's not on. Right. But the oh my God, you're back. I can't believe it. I love you so much is on point when she is. And so I, I made that and I made that reference. The person didn't know who Tad and Dixie were, which is great because that means that they're a new soap watcher. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <sighs> they even had they even had a, a so-called Dixie come back for a minute. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, the one, she was on Law and Order. <laughs> yeah, we were down on Law and Order. Yeah, forgot the actress's name, but I, I never see her face in my yeah. I'm, my mind died right now. The character's name was Amanda Rollins. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember the actress. I, Kelly Kelly Giddish. Hmm? That's what it was. Kelly Giddish. She ain't on Law and Order anymore. Mm -mm. It's so weird. That, my gosh, my usually on that show, and you know, whenever we're done, uh, usually on that show they um they they will they'll, they'll kill somebody off and they'll move out of town or something like that. They didn't do that. She just quit the department and is still in town. Kind <laughs> of like Belle on Days of Our Lives. <laughs> yeah, huh? it's so weird. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> Trina needs to move on. Sprina doesn't have longevity until both characters change their core values and ways of operating. They need to grow as individuals before they can last. Hey, in-depth analysis from Melissa. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, the thing that linked each them to each other was the fact that they liked each other, and that was pretty much their bond. Uh, when it came down to it, you know, people, people might have angry comments to make, and please do comment on the video. Um, <laughs> uh, but Spencer was completely directionless. With very little to offer the world, let alone Trina, um, other than here's the experience of my money. Mm -hmm. You know, he. I mean, he offered his his him his body, his money, his attention, 
but there really wasn't anything that was really truly like benefiting Trina majorly. No, you know? other than you know, she just liked him a she lot. She liked him a lot. Like him like a lot. lot. You know, so yes, uh, to, to just support Melissa's point, there needs to be more evolution and growth within the couple for them to truly be that super couple, that that Tad and Dixie, sure. that, that unbreakable sure. thing. It can't just be it's because they like each other. No, they've got to overcome things together. Right, and, and presumed death isn't overcome, but I think it would be better for them to take more time mm-hmm. with it. Anyway, that's it. I'm done talking. I'm Are finished. you done talking? I'm finished. You ready to get on the elevator? I'm finished with that. With that, this is my my. I'm going to end the show with with hating Sprina because that's what people are going (laughs) to walk away with. Was we hate Sprina, (laughs) and that's not the case. We like the show. We like all of the show. I enjoyed Sprina very much, and when you know, like uh, back on Crete when she jumped. Oh man! Classic moment. You know, a moment that's. Oh, I watched it over and over. I think I, I think he, I saw her jump in his arms about a dozen times. Well, there you go. See, look at that (laughs) replayable moment, everybody. (laughs) Replayable moment, and really secured Trina as just a a super super superstar, in my opinion. I think Tabiana Ali is just the future, really, of (laughs) a lot of where the show is going. But in order to get to the future, we have to get to the future like it it takes time (laughs) it takes time so continue to give it your viewership continue to give it your support continue to talk about it online and continue to support the podcast as well i'm not saying this podcast has direct influence on general hospital but this podcast has direct influence on general hospital knowing that people are watching and thinking about it absolutely in a fair and balanced way (laughs) yes you guys next week it's gonna be a little time change Yes, mother's busy. I'm going, Ken. So next week we're going to bring this show to you at 2, 2 p.m., 2 p.m. on Sunday, Pacific time. Because mom's going camping and she's coming back. Yep, I'm going camping. So. so. I, and you know, my husband's not retired, so it's not like I can go do these trips on Tuesday through Thursday. Right. It's, it's fine. It's not a big deal. I have so, a job. 2, 2, 2 p.m. Pacific time. We'll be here for 10th floor. But uh, hey, you know, you can still join us or for Days for Dummies at 9 a.m. The regular time. Angela and I will be there talking about Days of Our Lives. And Mom and I will be here 2 p.m. Pacific time next week mm-hmm. for 10th floor podcast. But that's it. That's all I'm going to talk about this week. I think we, we covered all the all the major stuff. I'm so. sure Melissa, as always, will be like, what about this thing? But I'm not going to read it. I'm going to start signing <laughs> off. We're done. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. Leave a comment if you can. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't. And, of course, always smash that like button, as they say here on YouTube. It's a little click for you, but it means the whole world to us here on the 10th floor. If you so choose, you can contribute to the Super Chat. You can contribute to the Super Chat, uh, Super Thanks, like cl- clicking the little heart icon or the little dollar icon with the, with the heart in it. Mm-hmm. Just click that. $2.99 or $1.99 or something is the minimum. Just just do it if you want to. You don't have to. The show is always free. Um, Shoot. I don't know. We're going to get on the elevator and go back down to the first floor. We're going to go into the car, into the cars. We're going to turn our radios to previous episodes of the 10th floor, which you can find on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. If you can't find it on your favorite podcasting platform, you can reach out to us on Twitter at 10th floor GH, and I will point you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Until then, go spend some time with your families. I've been Matt. I've been Kat. And we'll catch you next time right here on the 10th floor. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.